Welcome to the e-commerce fuel news card for May 8th, 2020, being recorded from Tucson, Arizona. Man, where was it? 105 degrees today. Woo! Happy springtime. Uh, and brought to you by Clavio, delivering email marketing moments your customers will appreciate, remember, and share in good times and the bad. You can visit clavio.com forward slash ECF to get started with a free trial. I'm Andrew Darian. Loads of news in this news cart for you. Jumping right in. Shopify launches their new mobile shopping app, dubbed creatively enough, Shop, uh, allows people to browse, get customized recommendations, and explore products from local merchants and has been designed to be an advertising-free experience. I really think this is cool. I love this idea. I mean, Shopify, of course, probably better than anyone else uh, in the independent space, has a pretty amazing collection of stores to be able to curate from, create a pretty interesting shopping experience. Uh, I potentially could see, you know, a day, five, six years in the future where you've got Amazon on one side, Shopify on the other, and, you know, the majority of commerce, 50% already goes through Amazon now, but that other 50% is up for grabs, who knows? This could, you know, be something interesting that could take a bite into that if it's done well. More Shopify news. Uh, they announced some strong Q1 financial results. Newly created stores surged 62% from mid-May to late April compared to the prior six-week period. So to clarify, this isn't Shopify grew by 62% in the wake of the COVID craziness. It's just the rate of new stores signing up uh, on a weekly basis surged 62%. Uh, I thought this was a fascinating stat that they that they had in their, their, their news release. They claimed that over 94% of the lost point of sale revenue, so people who use Shopify for in-person transactions, was recovered by merchants pivoting online. Uh, and I, I if I had to bet, I would say that doesn't mean that Every single merchant that shut down pivoted successfully almost completely uh, to online, but that the surge in online sales almost made up for, uh, almost entirely was made up for by, by the surge, uh, excuse me, the surge in in-store sales was made up for the e-commerce sales. Pretty interesting. And man, Shopify stock more than doubled since April 1st of this year. The House Judiciary Committee asked Jeff Bezos to testify about whether Amazon misled Congress. If you remember the last news cart we did, or maybe you caught this article in the Wall Street Journal, they came out with a, a piece uh, pretty much saying that Amazon uses seller data to inform their own private label products. Uh, Democratic leaders suspect Amazon of lying to Congress regarding its private label strategy and quote, if the reporting in the Wall Street Journal is accurate, then statements Amazon made to the committee about company business practices appear to be misleading and possibly criminally false or perjurious unquote, from a congressional committee. Amazon reports earnings plans to spend all of their Q2 profits on their coronavirus response. Stock fell 5% after missing estimates on earnings, a site beating the revenue expectations. And Amazon is, is planning to spend uh, their estimated Q2 profit, close to, you know, plus or minus $4 billion on COVID-19 response, including testing for their own team, as well as investing into delivery infrastructure. Alphabet, the company that owns Google, uh, their stock rose more than 7% as the ad slowdown that many feared turned out to be less, uh, not quite as bad as a lot of people had thought. Uh, ad revenue slowed in March uh, and some ad launches were delayed as a result of COVID-19, according to Alphabet CEO. Um, and this, this really mirrors what, you know, what, what a lot of us have seen here talking in the community, just chatting online with, you had that dip, uh, ad revenue took a really hard hit. And then, you know, in terms of the growth in online sales, it's just, you know, for the last month plus, it's been pretty strong and advertising is starting to to uh, to pick back up again. Google confirms 
May 2020 core algorithm update and a hat tip to JP in the forums for putting this on our radar. Core updates focus on reassessing content to prioritize more relevant, timely results uh, since the last core update. And Google reports that there have never been as many searches for a single topic over a certain period as there have been for COVID-19. So big part of this update, I would guess, is, is really, you know, re-ranking and reprioritizing results in light of everything that's happened in the last two or three months with the pandemic. U.S. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin reports that small business loans above $2 million are going to be getting a full audit to make sure that they're valid. There's over 220 public companies that applied for at least $870 million in loans from the program. Uh, and there was also further government guidance that claimed a little bit late in the process that, quote, Applicants need to exhaust other avenues of liquidity that would enable, enable them to support ongoing operations, unquote, uh, to be eligible for, for some of this uh, forgivable money. A lot of uncertainty here and some fear. We've had an interesting discussion about it in the, in the community the last week or so. Uh, my heavy bet would be that their real focus is going to be on outright fraud, on companies that public companies doing well, that, uh, or even larger companies doing well, obviously above that $2 million mark that, that took big loans that didn't need them. Um, as opposed to trying to go after small, scrappy uh, companies that, that you know, were maybe on the fence about those things. But who knows? I'm not a lawyer. Don't listen to me. Um, Kickstarter plans layoffs after new projects on the site dropped by a whopping 35%. Um, union organizers are discussing potential layoffs with company leadership. Interesting. Kickstarter, I believe, is one of the first, if not the first, tech companies to unionize. Federal Reserve uh, is launching their Main Street Lending Program. This is the first time the Federal Reserve, I believe, will lend directly to non-financial institutions since the Great Depression. And so as such, um, they're being a little more careful with the type of risk that they take on. The goal is to lend over $600 billion to companies who face good odds of survival with the financing, but it seems like they're going to kind of be cherry picking. And if there's companies that have a pretty low chance of survival, even with the money, uh, it looks like they may not be in as good a position, if any position, to get those funds. Uh, definitely more broad sweeping than the PPP, which was for companies with 500 and fewer employees. This program, despite the name Main Street Lending Program, uh, is eligible to companies with up to 15,000 employees. Airbnb reports they're cutting 1,900 jobs, which represents about a quarter, man, a quarter of their entire workforce. Um, obviously, they've got some pretty massive, uh, massive real estate exposure there. People aren't, aren't traveling around as much. Um, the company suspended marketing in, in all of March to save $800 million for the year. J. Crew has been, is rather, the first major retailer to file for bankruptcy since the COVID-19 outbreak began. Interesting, too, man, just as early as September of last year, the company had filed for an IPO. Uh, man, things can change pretty quickly. Interesting article in the Washington Post uh, analysis talking about some of the iconic, iconic brands, rather, that could disappear because of coronavirus. UBS is predicting that by the end of 2025, more than 100,000 stores could close up for good. Some of the brands and companies named included Neiman Marcus, Macy's, Belk, JCPenney, and Gap. If you're a member of our private community for seven-figure-plus store owners, some really interesting discussions this week. Are you having to compete with unemployment with your team? Uh, one awesome member uh, put up $50,000 donated for frontline workers. Thank you. Um, interesting discussion slash argument, friendly argument about private labeling versus full product development. Uh, one member's incredible case study about how they grew their store meaningfully with podcast ads, including full ROI 
stats. And then finally, how's that? How's the homeschooling going? Um, pretty interesting tips and discussion on that. And if you are not in there, why not? I mean, you're listening to me ramble for this whole time. The stuff in the community is way better than that. We've got a thousand plus seven and eight figure e-commerce store owners, uh, archives with 10,000 plus in-depth discussions to help grow your business, a review directory with just as many, if not more software and consultant reviews, um, an incredible group of people that you can, yeah, kind of ride this insane COVID wave out with, uh, and come out much better on the other side with. So if that sounds interesting to you, you can learn more about membership and apply at ecommercefuel.com. That's going to do it for this week. Big thank you to our news editor, Kat Ambrose, to our production assistant, Sherelle Torrecampo, and of course, to Clavio uh, for making the show possible. Visit clavio.com forward slash ECF to get started with a free trial to supercharge your email marketing. Thanks so much for listening. Work hard and adventure often, and looking forward to seeing you again next Friday.